0: Welcome back to the Joshua Shaw audio experience. Firstly, thank you for giving me a bit of your attention. I'm honored you trusted me with it, and I promise to return the favor by giving you a ton of edutainment value back. This episode will explain why a pending nine figure Glambia deal could provide additional firepower for the brand portfolio to sustain its status as the gold standard. Before we get started, I would love if you took 47 seconds out of your day to leave a rating review on whichever podcasting platform you're currently listening to. This helps me out immensely in terms of extending the reach of my podcast, but more importantly, allows me to make improvements based on your feedback. Thank you again. Now enjoy my newest podcast episode. Is the Glambia Performance Nutrition brand portfolio still the gold standard in the space? On November 10th, 2021, Glambia updated the public market by releasing its 2021 quarter three earnings report. So I dug into that financial information, also combed through the associated earnings conference call and included relevant publicly disclosed news source information that I found across the internet to obviously update you on Glambia and specifically Glambia Performance Nutrition, but also kind of pull this back and give you a ton of strategic insights around the global active and sports nutrition markets. So let's just start with a quick update on the financial data. Glambia, in terms of wholly owned revenue on a constant currency basis, Did have 2021 Q3 revenues that were up 15.7%. What kind of comprised that was volume increased substantially up 18.2%. They did have some pricing pressure of 3.4%. And then acquisitions did boost revenue 0.9%. Now, for those that are not too familiar with Glambia, they are made up of two large wholly owned divisions. Let's cover Glambia Nutritionals quickly first, because I don't particularly spend too much time personally on this division, though it's extremely important to the overall business. I will, though, have some extra commentary on this division later in the content. Glambia Nutritionals, which is made up of two kind of subdivisions, U.S. Cheese Business and Nutritional Solutions, that revenue was up 12.6% year over year on a constant currency basis and that was comprised of 18.2% volume increase. They did have pricing pressure of 6.6% and they benefited from acquisitions in the comparatives of 1%. Growth strategy overall in this division is focused around protecting its house, which is mostly the protein solutions business, expanding the core platforms through international innovation and mergers and acquisitions, and focusing on sustainability, strategic partnerships, and global reach. Now, the other division, Glambia Performance Nutrition, their revenue was up a substantial 23.2% year-over-year on a constant currency basis, coming from both strong pricing and volume increases at 18% and 4.4% respectively. They also benefited 0.8% from the acquisition of Level Up and Esports Gamer Nutrition brand that was announced last quarter. Now, within Glambia Performance Nutrition, they break this up into Americas and International. Start at Americas first because that makes up a little bit more than two thirds of the total Glambia Performance Nutrition revenue. In quarter three of 2021, Glambia Performance Nutrition's Americas revenue. Growth was driven mainly by the performance nutrition brand portfolio as consumption trends have remained robust with growth across all key channels. The lifestyle brand portfolio also delivered growth in the Americas region with the Think and Amazing Grass brands performing well in response to increased consumer mobility and an ongoing focus on health and wellness. Now the other side, international, does make up the remaining kind of less than one-third of Glamour Performance Nutrition's total revenue in 2021 quarter three, the international side of Glamour Performance Nutrition did deliver strong revenue growth as well across all regions with the Asian and Middle Eastern markets being particularly solid. European markets and the direct-to-consumer business also performed well in the period delivering strong growth. Route-to-market changes and improved revenue growth management processes implemented as part of the Glamby Performance Nutrition Transformation Program has provided a strong foundation for growth. While I mentioned a few of the other Glamby Performance Nutrition brands, the portfolio has really been focused on two brands specifically. Almost three-fourths of the total Glamby Performance Nutrition revenue is made up now of Optimal Nutrition, and SlimFast. Start on Optimal Nutrition first. They saw strong performance overall, again, in track channel consumption, up 18.6% year over year. The brand has benefited from its strong position in the category expansion of consumer occasions, specifically plant-based and functional energy, and ongoing marketing investment in broad channel positioning. Now, SlimFast consumption was down 8.8% in the last 12 weeks in early October as weight management headwinds are still causing pressure on the brand. While Glamby Performance Nutrition waits for the consumers to re-engage meaningfully in weight management, this is expected to happen in Q1 period this year. It was interrupted last year, so 2022 Q1 should be a strong period for all brands focusing on weight management. So, Glambia Performance Nutrition, through its SlimFast brand, has focused on a ton of brand activation and new product innovation getting ready for this. I want to transition a little bit into marketplace dynamics. Glambia would be considered one of those companies that are much better positioned compared to the overall market, some of their kind of emerging smaller competitors on the brand side, and that's because they own a large portion of their supply chain. They have global manufacturing production capabilities. They quite honestly own the cows. They have global flavor capabilities, global innovation capabilities, production capabilities, which around the mid-teens percentage of Glambia Performance Nutrition's total ingredient needs does come from the nutritional solution side of Glambia. That's not including the protein side of it that does come from the U.S. cheese side, aka they own the cows. But even with all that control within the supply chain, they are not insulated fully from what's happening with the challenging marketplace dynamics. But the pricing increases that Glamby Performance Nutrition has been able to institute in 2021 and still seeing volume increases and they're expecting to increase prices again in 2022 and and still seeing inelasticity to the prices. They feel like that is still going to be a positive attribute for them. If you assume additional volume growth plus a lot of the efficiencies and, and things that are happening around the transformation side of Glamby Performance Nutrition, they do expect to be able to offset all of the inflationary challenges that they are expecting to experience throughout 2022. Now, I want to shift this last part of the content into a conversation around capital allocation outside of the typical increased capital expenditure spending, shareholder dividends, and share buybacks, Glambia has started to get aggressive with bolt-on acquisitions on both the Glambia Nutritionals and Glambia Performance Nutrition side. As mentioned earlier, last quarter they did announce their acquisition of Level Up on the Glambia Performance Nutrition side, that is an esports gamer nutrition business, But they also announced this quarter that they acquired a U.S. food ingredients company, Pacmore, for $52 million. Pacmore has production and innovation facilities in Indiana and Illinois, and provides a number of solutions for the healthy snacking category. Now, that's all great and well, but what will push some of their appetite for M&A further? Glambia has been strengthening its balance sheet. And that will continue to happen off of its organic operations. But they're going to need something a little bit bigger to push some of the leverage ratios down for investors to be comfortable with them going out and doing something very large in the mergers and acquisitions market. And Glambia actually announced that in a coinciding press release with Glambia having the intention to sell its 40% holdings in Glambia, Ireland to Glambia Co-op for about 350 million USD wanted to provide a little bit of background on Glambia Ireland for you. Glambia Ireland is a joint venture owned 60% by Glambia Co-op and 40% by Glambia. Glambia Ireland is the largest milk producer and grain buyer in Ireland, producing a range of value-added dairy ingredients and consumer products, as well as selling farm inputs. Glambia Ireland operates 11 processing plants, 52 agricultural retail branches, and has over 2,000 employees. So what's the strategic rationale for the sale. Focus. This is the next stage of Glambia's transformation journey which is focused on driving growth through market leading positions as a branded owner and ingredient solutions provider playing into strong underlying consumer health and wellness trends. Glambia will increasingly focus on its global nutrition strategy and the proceeds from the sale will be mostly used for growth opportunities. This will allow them to get aggressive and kind of stay aggressive with bolt-on acquisitions if they see those in the market, but also go after very large mergers and acquisitions activity at or above the level of a half a billion dollars. So I just want to end on some final thoughts If you did consume last quarter's content, you might remember this. I actually wanna talk about a question that was asked during the earnings call, and this was around the synthetic bio industry and if that would have any effect on the legacy whey protein exposure that Glambia is built around. And I stated in that last Glambia earnings, content video that I thought they needed to get a lot more in tune and kind of really figure out how are they going to play a part in the future of the functional CPG space. The Glambia and Glambia Ireland decoupling transaction does give Glambia the opportunity to think more clearly about its place within the functional CPG ecosystem. Outside of Nestle, I can't recall too many multi billion dollar companies that have been able to look inward and realize things need to change and actually put a plan in place and execute successfully against that. I applaud Glambia for this pace of change that they have undertaken over the last few years. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast episode. If you have any comments or questions about anything I discussed during it, open the podcast episode notes and click on any of my social media account links to reach out to me directly.